I am Samo Lasso, and this is Northwest Narratives, the story of those who shaped the Salish Sea. Today we're talking about the true Seattle icon, Jimi Hendrix. Jimmy was known for his hypnotic style of play, and he got this from his upbringing. He spent most of his time over at Garfield High School, which now is one of the most successful music departments in Washington. As a child, Jimmy was crazy about playing the guitar. Coming from a poor background, he never considered going to college, and he joined the army in 1961 instead. But after only spending one year with the paratroopers, Hendrix broke his ankle during a jump and had to be discharged from duty. That's when Hendrix started to accompany different R&B bands. He started off playing with the Isley Brothers, then Little Richard, Tina Turner, Sam Cooke, and it was fierce competition. His beginning in the music industry was not easy, but he learned from the best. He stood out with his flamboyant style of play. They were supposed to dress with a suit and tie, but Jimmy had other ideas. At the height of his fame, Hendrix was the icon of the 60s. Off stage, he was perceived as a shy man, but supposedly he had a friendly and kind demeanor towards fans. Hendrix soon became one of the most charismatic performers. Above all, he had the ambition to match his artistic vision. Arguably, his most famous event was Woodstock 1969, where he put the crowd into awe when he started playing the Star Spangled Banner on his left-handed Stratocaster. After playing the first couple of notes in a straightforward manner, he suddenly veered off into mimicking bombs being dropped and machine guns being fired. It was a clear reference to the Vietnam War. But in private, Hendrix was the opposite of a wild stage performer. He was even more than just a musician. Hendrix was a real music nerd. He would put on his guitar and make breakfast with the instrument attached to his body. He would use every available moment to compose new music. By destiny, Hendrix made a lifelong dream of his come true by having his producer, Eddie Kramer, set up his own $1 million studio for him and his band. With his studio, Hendrix became known for being a real stickler. He would record songs up to 35 times, even, th even if the first take was really good. But the success of his self-produced third album, Electric Ladyland, proved he had been right to pay such attention to detail. The album soared to number one in the US Billboard charts, making Hendrix the highest paid musician of his time. Sadly, on September 6th, 1970, Hendrix played his final performance at the Open Air Love and Peace Festival in West Germany. Jimmy had asphyxia, and he was effectively choking on his own vomit. Hendrix had to take nine sleeping tablets, when the recommended dose was just half a tablet. Sadly, he passed away in his sleep. He changed the world of rock. There may be other guitarists who can play faster and cleaner than Jimmy, but he is still the best rock guitarist of all time. Keep listening to the amazing music and conversation on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge.